What's up, what's up, what's up, children of the most high I'm your host, Jerome Whitaker And you have just tuned in into another episode of the Dialogue of Christ podcast This is a show where we discuss your everyday life struggles And how we deal with them from a godly perspective What an awesome God we serve, man I'm telling you, God is so good God is so good If you're listening to this right now, give God some glory, be grateful, be thankful. You're able to hear, you're alive, you're able to breathe, you're able to experience another day of God's glory. And you're able to bring another wonderful, wonderful day and a wonderful opportunity to God through, through, you know, glorious efforts that you can do toward him. You know what I mean? It's important that we, we continue to keep that in mind, that we can bring God glory with each and every single day he blesses us with. Okay, whether it's, you know, through through your words, through your actions, through your thoughts, you could bring God glory in some type of way on how you treat yourself and how you treat others. And of course, ultimately, how you honor God. So remember that today, y'all. Thank y'all for joining me today. Thank y'all for, you know, listening in. I really, really appreciate y'all. As I tell y'all each and every week, I'm grateful, so grateful for y'all. So grateful for the opportunity and the platform God has blessed me with and the voice to be able to inspire, encourage, motivate, and, um, you know, be transparent and honest with, with, with the world, with you, with you guys that listen in, um, whether you're a believer or a non-believer. You know, if you're a believer, this can keep you running the race and keep your eye fixed on Christ. If you're a non-believer, it could bring you closer to Christ and, and ultimately change your life. So th- this is why, you know, I do these podcasts. It is so it's so vital to for me and and for each and every one of you listening and then just to get it out. It's important. Um, you know, this week for me has been very very overwhelming. Um, I've had a lot of experience with stress due to school and and other life circumstances, you know, finances, a bunch of stuff. Um, not to get too much into it, but to just let you guys know, I am human. Yes, I believe in the Lord and Savior Jesus, um, and my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and, and I believe in God fully and faithfully. However, I'm human, and I, and there's things that happen in my life that that cause me to doubt sometimes, and it caused me to, you know, get knocked off a little bit. But, you know, w- w- the whole point is, you know, how how is my thinking when 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 those things happen? You know, how how is my my thoughts trans translating my emotions, my actions. You know how how is how is these things happening when I when I when I feel these you know these these emotions or, or these anxious moments, these anxieties, these this feeling of overwhelmingness. Right? What, what do I do? Proverbs twenty three seven says, "For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he." Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. So I want to focus on that first part of this scripture. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. I heard this. The first time I heard this scripture, it wasn't even in the Bible. It wasn't even from a a preacher or a pastor. It wasn't even nothing biblically related. I was listening to... A book, an audio book, um, by Earl Nightingale, and he said it. He he said, you know, as a man thinketh, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And it made sense to me. Um, not knowing that he got it from the Word of God, but he just, you know, the the, the quote made sense to me. Um, 
And it's true. You know, what's your thought life like? You know what I mean? Like, what are you thinking in the midst of a circumstance or in your everyday life that causes you to, um, you know, look at your problems or look at your life going in the direction it's going? Because as you think, that's what you'll be, right? So what are you thinking? What, what, what controls or motivates your actions, your words, you know? How did, what is your perspective on life? It all comes from what you think, you know? It's, it all comes from what you think. It all stems from what you think. Is your thought life healthy? Are you thinking crazy stuff? Are you thinking things that, you know, normally you wouldn't say? Hmm, I know I do. Ain't no shame in my game. Half the stuff I think about, I would never tell nobody. But God knows. You know what I mean? And, and you can't control your thoughts. Let, let's make this clear, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot control the thoughts that come through. But you can control the thoughts that you keep. That's the thing. Thoughts are going to come in and out each and every day, all, all day. But what you hold on to... What you hold on to is what's going to ultimately determine your life, your actions, the way you speak, the way you carry yourself, your mood, your attitude throughout the day, each and every day. So your thought life is very important. That That's something that you should be taking very seriously because, you know, our thought is what we become. You become what you think. So who would want your thoughts? Hmm. Well, God wants your thoughts. He wants you thinking about him, of course. He wants you to fix your thoughts and your desires and your mind on him. This is what God wants. Okay? This is why he tells us to do this in his word. To fix our eyes on him. To fix our thoughts on him. Okay? We need to understand that. Who, who, who fighting for, who's fighting for your thoughts? God is fighting for your thoughts, of course. He's not struggling. You know, he gives us free will, but he wants your thought life to be healthy. He wants your thought life to be fixed on him, okay, because he has the best plans and the best purposes for us in our life, okay? So those are the thoughts that's going to get us through, you know what I mean? So we need to make sure that we focus our thoughts on God, number one, okay? Number one, change your perspective, okay? Change the way you look at things. Be positive, Okay, be positive. We, we have to understand that, that we cannot always, always change our circumstances, but we can have a different perspective on our circumstances. Okay, this is important. This is why God says, set your mind on things above, not on the things here on earth. Okay, set your mind on things above. You know what I mean? How do you do that? Well, how do you set your mind on things above and not on the things of earth? By reading God's word, by, by looking at your circumstance and, and know that there's an answer and there's a solution to that problem in the word of God. Just go to the word of God and find out what God has to say about that problem. You see, someone asked me, they said, well, how do you stay so positive? I don't understand. How do you stay so optimistic? And this is what I do. And I, and I heard um, Pastor Jerry Flowers talk about this. And he's a, he's a great vessel for God. He's being used by God in a great way. If you, if you haven't heard of him, go check him out. Pastor Jerry Flowers, great, great, great man of God. He, his, his messages are very 
um, teachable. Um, so I, I got this from him, but he, he was saying how, you know, the filter, what, 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 thoughts, what thoughts you filter in. What's your filters? So I'm going to ask y'all, what's y'all filters? What are you filtering your thoughts through? Are you filtering your thoughts through your life circumstances? Through, through your life experiences? Through, are you filtering your thoughts through someone else's advice? Or are you filtering your thoughts through the word of God? Someone asked me, like I was saying, well, why, how are you so positive? How do you always stay so optimistic? How, how, how do you do it? And I answered that person. I said, because I, I, I drowned my mind in into the word of God Like I fixed everything I can And focused in on God's word So now When I have a problem or a situation Or I'm concerned about something I automatically go to God's word for it Or I remember the things that I've read And, and God told me in his word His promises You know what to do, what not to do And that's what I do I filter every thought through the word of God I filter every thought through the word of God. And this is how I stay so positive and optimistic in the midst of problems, in the midst of things not going my way. This is how I do it. And you can do it too. I'm not doing nothing magical. Okay. I'm not doing nothing that's so hard to grasp or hard to understand. It just takes time to 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 let God, you know, renew your mind. You know what I mean? You have to renew your mind. You have to. Because if you continuously keep the mind that you have in the state that you're in, you're going to be in the same place you were always in, okay? Your mind controls where you go, controls how you live, controls how you see things. So like I said, God always wants our thoughts. He wants our thoughts on him, okay? We are to set our minds on Christ, on things above, not on the things here on earth. Who else wants your thoughts? Hmm, the enemy wants your thoughts. This is why they say the the... The mind is the devil's playground. Well, Satan wants your thoughts probably just as as much as God does because he knows if he can get in your mind and, and, and you know, control your thoughts and get you to dwell on things that aren't of God, then ultimately you're not going to go to God. You're not going to bring God any glory. You're going to ruin your life and you're going to ruin your testimony and, and it's going to be not a victory for, for the enemy, but it's going to be another Another soul that he, he gets to pull away from God. Okay? Misery loves company. He's the ultimate miserable person. So he wants everybody with him. As much, as many as he can. Okay? When, when, when Satan got casted out of heaven, he took a third of the angels with him. God didn't just cast them out by himself. He took a third of the angels with him. So, so Satan's always looking for company. He's always looking for someone or, or, or many to... to to, you know, go with what he wants, you know what I mean, and not with what God wants. So always remember that. Are these thoughts of God or are these thoughts of the enemy? When you figure that out, trust and believe, you'll be able to deter and, and discern away from the things that aren't of God. And that's what I do. Do I feel like this sometimes? Yes, I do. I do. But I thank God and the Holy Spirit for giving me the acknowledgement to to, notif to to be notified when these things are happening so I can deal with them right then and there and not sit with those problems and concerns and let them build up into more frustration and more anxiety till it becomes, you know, an idol, I would say, because I'm going to be able to, I'm going to be putting that before God and not focusing my eyes on God. See, when you focus your thoughts and your mind on Christ, 
the circumstances and the problems that you're facing are very, very small, okay? This is why fear is a big problem, okay? This is why fear, you know, handicaps a lot of us from doing what God called us to do. And we have to remember that fear is not of God, okay? When Eve ate the apple, she immediately became overcome with fear, okay? Fear. So before she disobeyed God, before her and Adam disobeyed God, fear didn't exist, okay? They did not have those thoughts of being afraid or being naked, of being ashamed, of being, you know, anything wrong. They didn't have those thoughts and feelings because they were in unison with God. See, when you keep your thoughts in unison with God, fear is nothing. Fear is just, you know, fear, fear doesn't exist. Now, obstacles may be in the way, but you know, as long as you know that you can deal with those obstacles, not in your own strength, but because God is almighty and omniscient and, and, and omnipotent, all-powerful, he can help you get through those obstacles, okay? It's not going to be easy, but you know that you can get through it because you have someone that can get through it, all right? So focus your thoughts on God all the time. You have to. You have to, otherwise you're going to feel defeated. You're going to feel defeated. You're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel anxious. You know, be anxious for nothing. Philippians 4, 6 says, be anxious for nothing. But in all things, let your requests be made known to God and be thankful for all you have. Okay? God knows that we're going to need stuff. God knows that we, we go through stuff. God knows these things, all right? But he also knows that you need to set your mind on what's important, and that's him, okay? And don't fix your eyes and your mind on the things that are going wrong in your life because it's so easy to be stuck in a rut. You're only going to get out of the rut if you focus on God because God's the only one that can get you out of the rut. That makes sense? Yes, it does. You know what I mean? And this is why I focus on God's word so much. Now, some people might be like, well... It's just hope, you know, it's just, it's just a feel-good book. It's just a feel-good story. It's not really true. It just makes you, you know, changes your emotions. It changes your mood. That's all it does. It just, you know, stimulates the good things in you. All right. Well, if you don't believe in God's word, I only have one perspective on that that I can say. You know what I mean? The bottom line is people don't like to be held accountable, told what to do, or change. Okay. People don't like that. That's the first thing. So what the Bible does is, number one, it's a mirror. It makes you look at yourself. and makes you see all the wrong in you. So number one, it's going to hold you accountable. All right? People don't like that. But it's going to hold you accountable of your own actions and your own faults and your own wrongdoing. It's going to hold you accountable. All right? And then it's going to show you. What God told you to do. So it's going to cause you to be obedient. All right? People don't like that. People don't like to be told what to do. All right? They want to do their own thing with their own thoughts in their own way. So that's the second thing. It's going to, it's going to make you focus on obedience. It's going, to, it's going to cause you to do what God told you to do. And the third thing, in the act of obedience and accountability, it's going to change you from the inside out. It's going to change you. People don't like change. People don't like change, and people don't like when you change. People don't like when you change because they're so used to you being the way you were. 
You know what I mean? And, and if they see you change, it's going to remind them of the place and the state that they're in. Or they, they, they may be in, in, in the problems that they're having. And they see that you're living a different life and you're focused on different things and you're thinking different thoughts. And it's going to make them look at themselves. Once again, accountability. So people don't like that. So people will say any and everything about God's word to get that off, to get the, the focus off of them and the things wrong in their lives that they need to fix. All right. We have to remember that your mind controls everything. All right. What you think ultimately goes in your heart. What's in your heart will come out your mouth. You have to understand that at some point it's going to come out. So this is why they say think before you talk. Think before you act because you can't take back words. You can't take back actions after you've already committed them. You have to be very careful. When you don't think when you talk, when you don't think when you act, people get hurt. You hurt others. That is not God's intentions for you. He didn't put you here to hurt other people and hurt yourself. He put you here to glorify him, do his will, honor others, and honor yourself. You have to. You have to be able to honor others and show them respect and love them just as much as you love yourself. Okay? We, we have to do that because accountability is the main point. You know what I mean? You, you, you're responsible for the way you think. You're responsible for your thoughts. The reason why you're stuck and you're in the place that you're in and things aren't working out in your life is because you aren't going to God for wisdom. You aren't going to God for counsel. You aren't, go, you aren't going to God for advice. You aren't, probably aren't praying enough. You, you're just, it's something there that you're not taking the perspective in your mind about. Okay? Whatever it is. I don't care what you say. I can pinpoint it to where you lack trust in God at. And same for me in my life. Okay? Same for me in my I'm not being critical, but I'm being honest. I'm being honest. You have to be honest with yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. You have to be honest, okay? And I don't want to hear, um, you know, well, I, people will go to God when they're ready. Miss me with that, okay? That's true. People will go to God when they're ready. But don't let that be the excuse or the reason for you not to live the way you're supposed to do. If you have loved ones and they're not going to God or you see them living in sin and they're doing all a bunch of crazy stuff, then you... As an individual closest to that person, better be the best example of what Christ is in their life. So they can see that, okay? Do not let that be an excuse for you to live a way that's displeasing to God, all right? Most people go to Christ because they see others in their lives or others that they know living a life that they want to experience. This is why your thought life is the most important because how you think is how you move. How you think is how you act. How you think is how you talk. People would be like, yo, Rome, you changed. How, how, did you, how did you be so, you know, so inspired by God? Because I actually took the time to put the work in to focus on Christ and not on what's going on around me. All right? And I'm the same, same person with the same issues and the same circumstances. The difference between non-believers and believers, because we all, this, God loves us all the same. He doesn't love me no more than he loves you. He loves us all the same. The difference between non-believers and believers is believers know how to perceive situations from a thought life according to God. Non-believers think on their own strength, on what they can do, how they can fix it, and what others can do for them. That's the only difference, okay? I look at my circumstances through the lenses of God's eyes. 
Other people may look at the circumstances through the lenses of their own eyes. So that's the difference, okay? And when you do things like that, outcomes change because outcomes are differently thought of. So you have to look at it that way, all right? God keeps us in his thoughts every single day, all right? Every single day. He knows your thought life is important. Satan knows your thought life is important, okay? So this is why he will continuously try to harm your mind. He will attack your mind to keep you from doing what God's called you to do because he knows if you are victorious and doing what God called you to do, then you will be the person that God designed you to be. And that's the main goal, all right? That is the main goal. We have to remember that. We have to remember. We have to guard our minds to fight off negative thoughts, all right? And only think positive, godly thoughts. Fight off them negative thoughts. If you get a, a negative thought in your mind, ask yourself, well, does, God think, does God think of me like that? Does God want me thinking like that? Does God even speak to me this way? Did he ever tell me these things that, that I must be believing in my mind that's keeping me from, from, from feeling joyful or feeling happy? This is not what God's will is for my life. He doesn't want me to feel like this. Yes, it's your thoughts. It's your thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. Some of y'all are prisoners of your own thoughts. I always think of that image when it's a head, like a, like a silhouette of a head, and you see the inside of the head, and you can see the brain, like, like where the brain's supposed to be. It's a person, like a silhouette, a figure of a man or a woman, whatever, a body figure with jail bars. Some of y'all are prisoners of your own thoughts. And this is why you can't get out of the situations you're in. This is why some people succeed in, in life and go where they want to go, and some people don't, because people will have different thought lives. Okay, people believe they can do certain things and people can't believe they do certain things. People think that the circumstances handicap them and that's an excuse for them not to do what they got to do. Some people from the same situation, same circumstance, at times maybe similar, can do opposite. This is why, because your thought life, your thought life is very, very important. Okay, your thought life, how do you think? How do you think? Every single day will determine the person you will be in life. I'm, I'm talking about this because it's important in my life, okay? So I know it's important in everyone else's life. This, everyone has a mind. Everyone has the ability to think. Thank God if you have good mental health, okay? Because there's people out there whose mental health is challenged, who have issues, okay? I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about those people. We got to pray for people like that, okay? That God heals their mind so they can think you know, the way God designed them to think. But for all y'all out there that's, that, that has good mental health, there should be no reason why you have negative thoughts. And if you are and, and allowing those negative thoughts to be held in your everyday thinking, okay? You can't do that. You can't let fear, you can't let, you know, anxiety, depression, and, and things like that control how you live and control how your day goes. All right, you have to understand. Stop comparing. Stop looking at what other people have. That's going to make you depressed. It's going to make you feel like, you know, inferior to other people. You're on the same level as everybody else. God loves you the same way as he loves the person with more things than you. All right, don't be covetous. Don't be covetous, all right? Don't want what others have because you may feel you need that or you desire those things. Appreciate what God has given you. You know what I mean? Be grateful, be thankful. Live your life the best of your ability in God's eyes, according to God's, you know, not his standards, but according to his laws and, whole, and, and be obedient to that as much as you can. We all fall short. I understand that. But don't let that be an excuse for you to purposefully do wrong and purposefully think wrong. 
You know what I mean? You can't control the thoughts that come in, but you can control the thoughts that you keep. I'm going to say it again because that's a gem. You cannot control the thoughts that come in, but you can control the thoughts that you keep. Now, the thoughts that you keep need to be positive. The thoughts that you keep and you grasp and you hold on to and you dwell on and you meditate on need to be positive. Okay, because that's the only time that you're going to be able to grow and, and, and flourish in your life because you are focusing on good thoughts. Good thoughts. If I think badly about a person, it's hard for me to like them. It's hard for me to understand them. It's hard for me to be around them. It's hard for me to, you know, to, to experience the learning that they can offer me. Okay? Regardless of what they do. Don't be prejudiced. Don't have, we all have prejudices. Don't let the prejudices block the blessing that someone else may have for you that God put in them for you because you are so blinded by your negative thoughts of the person. Or of the of the experience, whatever the case is, okay. This is important. This gonna this is gonna change someone's life because some people don't know how to think good thoughts. Some people just be like, every thought that comes in, I gotta grasp, I gotta keep every thought. You do not have to. You have a choice. You have a choice, okay. You have a choice. You do not have to think about bad things all the time. All right. That's gonna cause you to live a miserable life. We we're not supposed to do that. All right, we, we are not supposed to live like that. So please, y'all, please remember that your thought life needs to be healthy. All right, your thought life needs to be healthy. You need a filter. You need a, you need a filter because when you have a filter, and the filter needs to be the word of God. When you have that filter, trust and believe you will be able to get through many circumstances and situations that you experience. Okay, we, we have to remember that, guys. We cannot, cannot let the enemy control our thoughts because when that happens, he controls our thinking. He controls the way we respond to things, and, and that's not what God wants us to do. All right, 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, We destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. That's it. Filter your mind through God's word. Filter your mind through God's word, Okay? You do not have to be subject to bad thoughts, negative thoughts, negative feelings, negative, you know, negative experience all the time. Now, are things are things going to happen that don't go your way? Yes, they will. They will. But you can even have a godly perspective on that. Look for God's hand in everything. Look for God's goodness and glory in everything because it's there. Change your perspective. You change your perspective, you change your life. You change your life, you change your, your destiny. Okay, you have to understand that you you control what you think. You know what I mean? You control the thoughts that that you keep. You control that. You know what I mean? God put the thoughts in you. God put the good thoughts in you. Saying to put the bad thoughts in you. Which ones are you going to keep? Are you going to keep the bad thoughts or are you going to keep the good? Th are you going to mix them in? You can't mix it's going to you're going to be confused. Okay? That's why you need a filter. Anything that does not line up with the word of God needs to be tossed to the side. I'm telling you guys, this works because I do it each and every day. I may get in a crappy mood, and I always ask myself, what am I thinking about this situation and I'm feeling like this? Okay, because your thoughts stem to your feelings. So what am I thinking about the situation that got me feeling like this? And once you figure that out, automatically change your perspective to positive. And in a split of a second, that fast you can do it, okay? God designed our minds to be very, very, very unique, 
all right? No one thinks like you. No one acts like you. God designed you to be very unique. Your mind is very powerful, okay? It gives you the ability to choose how you want to live your life, all right? That's going to change your life when you think differently. When you change your thought life, you change your life, all right? So remember, guys, this is vital, vital. I can't stress it enough. Change your thought life to positive. Change your thought life to positive. Stop looking at your circumstances. You can change your thought life. You can control the thoughts that come in that do not line up with the word of God. You understand? So when they come in, filter it. Is this what God said about me? Is this what God wants me feeling? Is this how God designed me to be? If the answer is no, it needs to be kicked out. Automatic. I'm not believing that. This is not true. That's that saying you're a liar. The devil was like, you're a liar. Okay? Because all the enemy wants you to do is believe your own thoughts. Believe the thoughts he puts in you so it cannot allow you to be the, God, be the person God designed you to be. And that's all I wanted to talk about today. You know, man, I could talk about this all the time. I get very passionate about this because, man, your thoughts, man, your thoughts really could change you. Your thoughts could really change you for the better if you focus on the positive things. Now, if you focus on the negative things, it could change you too in the negative way. So remember that today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm going to put the scriptures in the show notes. Please, if you want Apple Podcasts and you listen to this, Read the show notes. These scriptures are in the show notes, okay? I'm going to put the scriptures in the show notes. I'm praying for y'all. Pray for me. I'm praying for y'all. You know, I'm praying for y'all minds. I'm praying for, you know, for God to, to work on y'all minds and to deliver y'all from y'all negative thoughts. Read the show notes. The scriptures will be there. Meditate on these scriptures. Pray over these scriptures. Ask God to, to show you how you can apply these scriptures to your life because they are life-changing. Your thought life is is. Probably the most important thing besides your, 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 you know, you loving God with all your heart, you know, because all your thoughts stem, all your thoughts go into your heart, okay? And, and what's in your heart will come out. So remember that today, ladies and gentlemen. Trust God. Trust God to, to do the good things he's called, he, he's called you to do long ago, okay? He, he, he's there. He's faithful. He's there to help you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. So read those show notes. The people that's on Podbean that I'm going to put the, the, Related scriptures in the show show description. Read those scriptures. All right, meditate on those scriptures, pray on those scriptures. I'm not gonna hold y'all too long. I hope everybody has a great blessed week. I'm gonna continue to pray for each and every one of y'all, and, and keep God first in in your thought life, and in, in the way you treat others, and the way you treat yourself. Okay, remember what God said about you, not what so and so said about you yesterday. That's not true. If it does not line up with the Word of God. One ear, one in, and one ear out the other. That's it. Doesn't matter. Okay? No one's words or influence is bigger than what God said. What God said about you is what matters. All right? Hone those thoughts. Keep those thoughts. God bless y'all. Love each and every one of y'all. This is episode eight. This is episode eight, y'all. God is moving. God is working. God bless you all. Love y'all. I will continue to pray for each and every one of y'all minds that God keeps y'all focused on him, not on your circumstance, not on what you lack. But remember, God will provide no matter what. All right? Love y'all. I'll holla at y'all later. Till next time. Peace. Mm-hmm.